It's time for today's AM Minnesota program. Three delightful young ladies in studio. Well, thank you for the yeah. young. <laughs> so we were just talking about retiring. Also known as Rice County Master Gardener. Some big events coming up, and we better introduce Lori Rugg first, who kind of organized everything and you're kind of the director of rice and steel county master gardeners right laurie right i'm the program coordinator for both rice and steel counties exactly i've been up here for about three years now in Faribault, so i've gotten to know these ladies and they're my new set of friends now <laughs> so i look at gardening ladies and gentlemen yeah. as my new yeah. friends yeah. So. well and I've gotten to know you just a little bit, but I knew a certain husband of yours for quite a few years. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. He's, um, he's still kind of doing a lot of things agriculturally related. He mm -hmm. just can't give that part of himself up yet. Yeah, so. and especially 4-H and 4 -H, helping yes. the kids. Yep. Yeah, very near and dear to our heart. And while maybe Jane isn't quite as young as I alluded to because Jane and I used to work here together <laughs> back in the day at the studio. Definitely. Lori and I walked in and I kind of said, oh, she says, you've been in here before. I said, well, I used to work here. And I said, I walked in and I went, well, there used to be a reception thing here. And I said, it was, you know, when I first started here, there was just a desk, but they went through a remodel and you've just gone through another remodel. Yeah. So it's just kind of like being an old home week. Yeah. So you kind of walk in the halls going, yep. I remember. Yep, yep. <laughs> and pretty fancy with the new studio. And I all know. The new, but I way know. too classy for me, but I still come in in the morning. Everything is dark a little before 4.30, flip on the lights, and I still go, wow, this is really nice. It's very nice. Yep, and we better introduce Robbie Cheever, who is new to the program. So these characters, Robbie, will help you out and show you how to Absolutely. take care of Oh, better push that button. There you go. Oh, hey. I am so that? excited to be here. Yeah. Well, Lori, we've got some big things coming up, and it's going to take a little instructing on your part because might slip up a time or two and call it Rice County Horticulture Day. I know. <laughs> we, it's been that way for years, but we yeah. decided that we needed to have a better name or a different name, so we've come up with Rice County Garden Day now. So going forward, that's what it will be known as. And it's coming up Saturday, March 9th, so we're getting all ready. Yep, and I remember having a guest on AM Minnesota. This has been going on for a while now. Yeah, this is our 25th year. 25th. Yep. Yeah, so I was even here longer than that. But <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 in my book, it's kind of a sign of spring. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. And this is the weird winter that we're having. Who knows? It's supposed to be winter today, but then we're supposed to have 60 degrees in a couple days, so it'll yeah. be spring again. I know. Well, we're all getting excited yeah. for and garden we season. We deserve it, right? Absolutely. <laughs> After last winter, I think we yeah. do. Yep, yeah, exactly. This, this isn't... Uh, you know, at some point we're going to have to pay back for this nice winter. This is our payback for last winter. Exactly. Yeah. That's what we were talking about the other day. Exactly. And I know just to set the stage, a couple other events we want to get to too, but we'll emphasize uh, Garden Day, but a couple other things coming up too to put on the radar. Right, yep. Jane? Um, I know we've got a plant sale that comes up, you know, in May, just when it's ready to go out into um, the gardens. And these are all just plants that come, you know, we either grow them from seed or started or they were taking them from our own gardens and we set up a nice display 
And then Robbie is in charge of our Arbor, Arbor Day. So, oh, well, yeah. that's been quite an event, too, over the years. It has, it has. We've had this going for a number of years, and we give away bare root trees and shrubs to anyone who wants to come on down. And Arbor Day this year is on April 26th, so that's coming up really soon, too. And you have the order put in a long time ago, so all the trees... Lori's shaking her head because she's organized, I guess. No, that Robbie did that, but they are ordered, yes. Yes, the trees are ordered. They'll be here and they'll be ready to go. Yeah, and the key is well-adapted varieties for this area. Yes, we only choose varieties that are going to do extremely well here. I remember growing up back in the day when you got catalogs in the mail. You yeah. guys oh, yeah. still do. I look at them every day. Yeah. Yep, still and, do. Uh, so you'd get the ones that say, boy, that would really look cool growing in our yard. Well, if you looked a little further after you learned the hard way, sometimes those things you can order from the catalog aren't very well adapted to the Northland in our cold winters. Right. My favorite was always seeing when they had the fruit cocktail tree and you could grow three fruits on one tree. And I'm like... I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> but this Not year, they, they've revamped the hardiness zone map for the state of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So yes, part of have. the Twin Cities is now zone five. And part of southern Minnesota, it's creeping north. So part of southern Minnesota is now zone yeah, five as well. it's actually creeping into part of um, Steel uh, County. Yes, it is. So, yep. So it's, it's, it's you know, it, as it changes, you know, we can look at things, but, you know, still always err on the side of caution yeah. what works in your yard. I mean, I have little airy pockets in my yard that are really kind of microclimates um, on the front side of my house. My tulips are already popping up because yep. I get all the afternoon sun, sun, sun. Yes. you know. And that's where yeah. I would plant something from zone five. But the rest of my yard, I do err on yeah. the side of caution right. and stick with yeah. zone four. So you yep. still kind of have to follow that rule of thumb. And do you have any concerns before we get in some of the details of, Garden Day that uh, some of the perennials might be breaking dormancy and they start growing and then old man winter does throw us a curveball and then it I've gets got, really cool. Even in December, I was getting questions from people like, what should I be doing? I'm seeing like my lilac bushes starting to bud, to, to bud out a little bit. And I went, well, unless you've got lots of big blankets, I think you just kind of <laughs> have to let Mother nature, nature take, take its, its course. Point. And some of our trees actually... If you, you look, you know, at their, their growing patterns and stuff, some will set bud at that time of the year anyway, but they're not really that, you know, they'll be able to um, rebound back yeah. after that cold snap. So, but it's just, you know, if you have huge gardens, there's really, you kind of have to let nature yep, take its yep, course. And and it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Nature so knows what it's doing. Yeah. Right. You know, it's all it's, cyclical. Yeah, things will happen yeah, again. And it's and just like farmers. You take a chance every yeah. time you yeah. put something out in the yeah. field. So you have to do that as a gardener. So. Yeah. And if your tulips are coming up, you know, if we get a snow and cold weather and the foliage looks bad, it's still that bulb, is the flower in the bulb is still going to be good. Oh. So it's still going to flower. Gonna yeah. Still going to go. The one that I really get concerned about is, and I've been corrupted by David Bedford, the apple breeder at the Landscape <laughs> Arboretum. Never paid any attention before, but yeah. now I worry when those apple blossoms are out, you get a hard frost, you're done for the year. You don't harm the tree. Right, but, but you, know, you that, lose that year's yeah. fruit. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we have to take a break for the markets. When we come back then, Lurie, we'll start with you first, and we'll talk about the Rice County Garden Day. All right, I got it right. (laughs) (laughs) And then the plant sale on Arbor Day. But first, 
We'll check out the market sponsored by the KDHL Agri Boosters. And they include Werner Farm Seed at Dundas for quality seed at reasonable prices, including cover crop seed. Be sure to give Paul or Gene a call, 507 645 7995. Soybeans and corn are lower on Friday morning. Cattle and hogs are higher. I'm John Perkins with a Brownfield Market Update. The path to higher yields is now at your fingertips. Download the Stein Seed app and start planning your next move today. Stein has yield. Soybeans started mixed but are now lower, uh, continuing to uh, establish new multi-month lows, watching development weather and harvest activity in South America. Weekly export sales are marketing your low on beans after a cancellation by unknown. March is down nine and a quarter at eleven thirty-eight and three quarters. May is seven and three quarters lower at eleven forty-four and three quarters. March bean meals four dollars twenty cents lower at three thirty seventy. March soybean oils nine points higher at forty-four thirty. Corn's uh, hitting new contract lows, monitoring conditions in Argentina and Brazil, which generally look favorable. Export sales are down in the week, with Ukraine becoming a bigger factor in the global market. March Chicago's down four and a quarter at 401 and three quarters. Uh, May corn's three and a half lower at 415. And wheat's down. As soft red winter growing areas should see some near-term precipitation with a chance for hard red winter areas in the coming week. Export numbers, unsurprisingly on wheat, bearish as well. March Chicago's down seven and three quarters at 575 and a half. Taking profits, May cotton's down 98 at 93.48. May rice is 33 and a half lower at 18.48 and a half. Live and feeder cattle are higher ahead of widespread direct business and this afternoon's cattle on feeder port. Asking prices are 184 plus live and 292 plus dressed. April lives up 42 at 186.97. June's 27 higher at 182.97. March feeders are up 70 at 252.75. And hogs are supported by yesterday's higher close in pork. The cold storage also out this afternoon. April leans up 60 at 87.80 and June's 75 higher at 99.67. The dollar's weak, crude oil's down. John Perkins, Brownfield. AM Minnesota on the Mighty 920 KDHL. The market update sponsored by the KDHL Agri Boosters, also including Craig Keller over at the Keller Insurance Agency in Nearstrand. And yes, Craig does help protect all things important and valuable to you. Yes, three delightful young ladies again <laughs> in studio. Rice County Master Gardeners, Jane Spooner, Lori Rugg, and Robbie Cheever. And I almost got it right, right, Robbie? <laughs> Sounds perfect. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we've got uh, Rice County Garden Day coming up. That's the third time I got it right. Yep, you got it right, <laughs> yep. It's coming up March 9th. Um, we're going to be at St. Olaf College, and we have four great speakers lined up for the day. Um, and I'm going to let Jane Spooner, who is our MC for the program for the day, kind of give us a little more details about that. Oh, the shy one. Right. The shy yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but we can still register for it. So, you know, yeah. listen closely yeah. and yeah. see what don't so, want to come and it'll be a great day. So it's going to be Saturday, March 9th, and it's at Bunt Rock Commons, which is on the St. Olaf campus in Northfield. And it's a great facility. We're sitting in Viking Theater and nice, comfortable seats. We even have little tables that pop up oh. so you can take notes um, when you come in, we'll have some vendors there that are selling various items, whether for your garden or um, we've had you know, a bulb grower out of Farmington been there in the past. So there's just a lot of different varieties. We have a silent auction. We give away prizes. So if you got spring fever, <laughs> yeah. this is a good this way. Is, to- <laughs> this is good uh, spring fever time. But most importantly is the learning that comes along with it. 
And we have um, four really, well, I guess five speakers because we have a set of speakers um, that'll be at 1230, Michelle Brune and uh, Stephanie Thurow. Um, they're authors um, and they're also University of Minnesota um, Master Gardeners as well. So we incorporate a lot of those people have, in the Master Gardener program have actually become very specialized in some of the things they're very passionate about. And so they lend themselves out to speaking engagements and or they've written, um, you know, I write for the Daily News occasionally as does Lori. Um, and so we've got Michelle and they're going to be talking about small scale homesteading. And we saw a lot of people going back into gardening, you know, during COVID. Um, I work at a local greenhouse and we were able to open up and the number of questions that we had as far as people wanting to start with gardenings and you know, with new vegetable gardens because they wanted that home project with their kids. They were staying home a little bit more. They were trying to be more self-sustainable. They were focusing on their health. And so we saw the small scale, you know, I always tell them, don't go big, go start small yeah. and see how you really like it because it's going to be easier to not garden and, and, <laughs> and take care of it. In other words, uh, don't take your whole entire backyard right. and say, I'll garden know. it, I won't have to mow the lawn. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, my husband would never show me how to use the tiller because by now I probably would have had the whole yard tilled <laughs> up. So, um, and then a couple of local gals who are part of the Grows organization here in town, which I'm sure that they've been on AM Minnesota, because they do a plant sale and they the Grows program actually has a good working relationship with the city of Fairbone. They maintain um, the gardens down at Central Park. Oh, cool. And um, Liz Hartman and Susan Erickson, they're going to talk to us about the importance of native plants. You're constantly hearing about, you know, trying to become more bee friendly, more pollinator friendly. And so they've really taken a very distinct interest in that portion of gardening. <clears throat> and they're going to talk about what's called bee, as in B-E-E, the insect uh, a, a dot map. And so there's lots of organizations now that are really um, stressing the importance of pollinators. And you can put signs in your yards that I'm a pollinator friendly, don't bragging spray. Rights. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> bragging rights. Yeah, bragging rights, absolutely. So um, there's a lot of interest in people just putting their yards back to more natural states. Um, even bee lawns, people are getting rid of the nice mossy green and putting in a blend of fescue and clover and thyme where it's it grows and it's green, but it also attracts pollinators to your yard. Yeah, and some of those pollinators, I've been over at Farm America, their native prairie on their timeline. Right. You you get over the right time. Boy, some of those native flowers yeah, are really pretty. You know, right. I think you get, yeah. you know, you, like we were talking earlier in garden catalogs, you know, uh, the fruit cocktail tree, um, not every native plant, you know, in one of those packets of seeds that you get is really going to be native to our area. So you have to really, you know, watch that too. Um, and then we have um, a gal. She's the city horticulturist from the city of Northfield. Um, she's going to be dealing with landscape challenges. And we all have those in any way, shape or forms, you know. I have my neighbor has black walnut trees and is oh. dropping black walnuts and it their leaves are falling in my yard. Um, I'm having a problem with Canadian thistle. I'm, you know, so dandelions, dandelions, <laughs> but those are considered a pollinator. Yeah, Claire so, yeah. educated yeah. me. Though. I was complaining <laughs> about the dandelions. Yeah. Yeah. So always a spot that's too wet, too dry. dry. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So she's going to talk a little bit about that. And then last on the agenda is how to grow a showy, showy garden with less water. You know, 
boy, that's the biggest task a gardener has besides weeding is keeping everything watered, especially with the hot temperatures that we've had. I thought you just had the watering system and you punched the buttons. Yeah, and we wish. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, yes. You are yeah. one of the lucky ones. Yeah. Yeah. I do have in my vegetable garden, I do mm. have a Bluetooth timer on it, but yet I'm a huge container gardening fan. Oh. And so that still requires you to go around and water. And one of the greatest things that's happening at Horticulture Day is we're going to offer a way for you to get your soil soil tested. Oh, mm-hmm. As a gardener, and as a master gardener, I get a lot of questions. Is like, why is my stuff not growing? And I said, when's the last time you did a soil test on your garden? And they look at me like, what's Dear that? What's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never. <laughs> well, can't I buy one of those kits? I said, well, you can, but they certainly are not going to be as effective as sending a sample of your soil to the University of Minnesota Soil Testing Lab. Probably it's, goes to the same lab that the miners sent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, we're going to make it easy for you by having that available there. Um, I did it last year because I preached it, but I didn't practice it, and I did soil samples. I have three new raised beds, and so I was having an issue one year, and I took my samples in, and it's just a matter of collecting the soil, mixing it in a bag. There's a, a form that you fill out. And it's very specific to the area. So I just put that I'm in a raised bed situation with vegetable gardens. And it was specific what they looked for. And I got back my report about 10 days later. Were you shocked? I was shocked. I was very low in nitrogen. Mm-hmm. And so I added, you just used a bunch of blood meal to, it gives you what you how much you need to spread in the area and mixed it all in. And it was like, my husband even said, wow, you know. And there is a slight cost to it, but, you know, if you're putting in, say, your trees, your new trees that you pick (laughs) up at Arbor Day, and you have an area that you want to put them in, go in that area and take a soil sample test and bring it, throw it in that bag with your form and and the money that you need to, uh, what is the cost? $20. $20. And send it up there and you get this nice comprehensive little report that they email back to you. So you don't have to wait for the mail. It comes right in your email. So And if, and if they have trouble understanding the report, that's what we're here for. Oh, yeah, we're, we can also help them, you know, de- decipher what the university yeah. tells you. But it's pretty plain right on there what you yeah. need to do. Yeah. This the must be the difference eat. between being a farm boy and a master gardener. Because if I would have seen I was low on nitrogen, I'd have run out to the co-op. <laughs> Well, I, I don't think that big truck is going to fit in my backyard. Yeah, we're, we're a little smaller scale. A little smaller oh, right. scale. I'd have bought a bag of that. <laughs> and they recommend that you do a soil test every three to five years, yeah. too. So if you've done one, you know, and you can't remember exactly when you did it, it's maybe time to do another one. But the university will be there that day collecting samples. So you don't have to mail them in. Just you bring just bring one in. Yep, and, and the ground is kind of unfrozen. Yeah. So I think, you know... Get your little bag, you go out and take about, oh, five or six different areas in your yard, blend the soil together, and about a cup of soil is what you need. And then bring and put it, it in a bag and yep, bring, it, bring along it along, and we'll get you set up to yep. send it in. And like I said, it's it's easy. And, you know, and you, the sooner you do it, the sooner you have your results back because you get into that spring when everybody's itching to get in the garden and, oh, yeah. I didn't do my soil sample test. And then you're going to wait a little bit longer right. because... Well, they, and then especially uh, a lot of farmers might be doing some right. soil testing. And, mm-hmm. and if you imagine how many they do in a 160-acre yep. farm and two-acre grids, that's a lot of samples. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yep. So 
I think that's a great feature to add to us. So, you know, every year we're adding something a little bit different, you know, to make people come back every year. Because once you do come to our Hort Day or our Garden Day, I should say, <laughs> I, I've been a Master Gardener for over 20 years. And so I grew up with it yeah. being Hort Day. Um, so we're always, and we were just talking here too. I said, even though I've been a Master Gardener for 20 years, everybody thinks I know everything. But I don't. I'm still learning. Just for example, we talked about the new USDA map with some of the new zones that we have. We've got zone five creeping into more areas and into the metro area. Again, you know, I always preach the zone four, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. But you made a key point earlier when you talked about some of your speakers that over the years, master gardeners each kind of have their special interest and they know a lot about this. So you might get a call about something else. Well, I don't know, but I know somebody that does. Right. <laughs> and that's, Absolutely. And that's what the Master Gardener program is really all about. They expose us to a lot of knowledge. Are we experts in everything? Absolutely not. No. But we know how to get the answers if people have questions. Yep. My grandfather always used to say, a lot of wisdom in this. Part of being intelligent is knowing what you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I've expanded to do, and I don't need to know everything. Mm-hmm. I just have to know somebody that does. Right, exactly. <laughs> but as U of M Master Gardeners, I think we can all agree yeah. that we have the ultimate tool available to us that if we don't know, we have the University of Minnesota um, extension service that we can get that answer or email somebody. And maybe it's a new disease or a new oh, and insect. We have those well, too. Yeah. Yep, we have those too. I remember when Hostavirus X was a big thing, you know, that there was a disease running through hostas and I had multiple calls, you know, to come and look at their hostas, mm-hmm. you know, and see if it, that's actually what and it you was. you got the, the latest technology then and the experts right. to, to yeah. diagnose it if that's it. Most of the time you guys, or you know somebody locally that can answer, but... Mm-hmm. Right. Yep, and you know, there's jumping worms. Five years ago, we never heard of a jumping worm. They Emerald. gave me the willies. I know, <laughs> and Japanese beetles. You know, we yeah. didn't have those a number of years ago. So, you know, every year there's something new. And last fall, I remember there was a new, another new insect on the horizon that could be invasive. So every year there's something different. Yep, and we don't get excited like Claire did when there's no. a new insect to it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But we, we got uh, only about eight minutes left. We got some other things. Yeah, but absolutely. Yep. first, uh, where can you register? Do you have to yep. pre-register? For- you can still register at this website. It, it's Z-Link. It's z.umn.edu backsplash rcmg2024. And that's register online. You still can do that till next Friday. Yep. And I'll bet if you went to any search engine and you typed in Rice County Garden Day, you'd probably get fairly close. If you're a social media person like Facebook, the Rice County Master Gardeners do have their own Facebook page. And so you can find the link there there as well. Yep. All right. And next. We're going to talk about Arbor Day. And Robbie is one of our co-chairs of the event. That event is coming up, like she said, April 26th. So we're going to have Robbie share a little bit about Arbor Day. Have you been branded yet the tree lady then? (laughs) (laughs) I suppose I can be the tree lady. (laughs) Well, Arbor Day is a wonderful day. A little history about it. Uh, It started in Nebraska. And due to their hot summers and no trees, no protection from wind, the state secretary proposed a solution of planting trees. So April 10th, 1872 was the first Arbor Day celebrated in Nebraska and 1 million trees were planted across the state on that day. Now it's a national holiday and the Arbor Day Foundation was established in 1972 and they've planted over 500 million trees. We, we love trees and as Rice County Master Gardeners, we're passionate about promoting gardening in all forms. 
planting trees and shrubs is just an amazing way to help the environment, mm-hmm. and it can beautify your own yeah, corner of the world. Because what is what do trees do? They take carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere and expel oxygen. Hmm, yeah, I think that might be a good thing. Lots of <laughs> yep. clean air. Yep. They help with erosion, pollution, runoff. I mean, they're just really it's hardly anything that a tree can't do. And every year we receive grants to keep our giveaway going. And this year we'd like to thank the Tri-Lake Sportsman's Group for providing a grant so that we can uh, provide habitat for wildlife. I trained you well. In radio, (laughs) you learned to plug your sponsors. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And since I've been involved in this event for over five years, the Rice County Master Gardeners have given away over 3,000 trees and shrubs. And uh, experience there in case you aren't sure how to plant it, where to plant it, some of those things. You guys are there on Arbor Day when folks Yep, we have lots of volunteers trees. and there's information about the trees on each tree we give out on where to plant it, how to plant oh, okay. it, all the things that you need to do. This year, like we've said, uh, Arbor Day falls on April 26th and our event will be running from 3.30 to 5.30 or until we run out of trees at the Rice County Fairgrounds here in Faribault. So come early for the best selection. It's a drive-through event, so you stay in your vehicle. You want to enter the fairgrounds off of 2nd Avenue and just kind of follow the signs. That's the east side. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And you just go through kind of past the big open shed. And we are offering one free bare root tree or shrub per person. And this year we have available eastern white pine, golden willow, red bud, paper birch, sugar maple, dogwood, hazelnut, and the common lilac. So there should be something Something there for everybody. We have larger trees, smaller trees, and a variety of shrubs. And last year, people started lining up about (laughs) 2.30 to make sure that they got one. So do come early. Lots of cars. So if you're one per person, so if there's four people in the car, each person can Each person can have one. Yep. And like I said, we just go until we run out. And I've heard, too, if you show up late and for what is, whatever reason you might have a lot of trees left, you might get more than one you per person because you just extra. would like to get yep. them planted. We right. definitely want them planted yep. because that's what's going to help the environment the yep. most. And we have about three and a half, four minutes, but there's a plant sale yep. coming up. Too. Master Gardeners do a plant sale coming up on May 18th in the 4-H building on the fairgrounds. Um, and like Jane had mentioned earlier, they're um, plants that we've started from seed, dug from our yards. You know, so they're locally grown plants and they will, we're open from nine to two that day. That's also when the Historical Society has their big event that day. So there'll be lots of activity on the fairgrounds, but we're in the 4-H building from nine to two. And that's one of our major fundraisers for us. We also try and have some interesting plants that you might not have ever seen or something new and exciting to try in your garden. And extra garden tools that we don't use anymore or extra garden things, some decorations. So we have things more than just plants also. And the uh, Rice County Garden Day, that's a little bit of a fundraiser too, isn't it? Helps fund some of the other activities. Yep, those are our two main ways that, because that's our only funding source. You know, the university doesn't fund us, we fund ourselves. So those are our two ways that we do funding for our programming that we can do. But you get paid really well for all the time and the advice because you get enjoyment out of it, right? We get right, the Jay? admiration <laughs> yes. of all those people learning. So right. I am rich with admiration. Yes. <laughs> it's definitely a passion that we yeah. love. Absolutely. And we love to help anybody who has yeah. anything that they want to learn about gardening. And if you'd like to maybe become 
a master, a master gardener. gardener. We We've certainly, got a couple minutes yep. left, so let's talk about we that. We can do that. Our recruitment time for the new class of master gardeners is in the in August, September, and October. Um, and there's an application that you fill out, send it to the university, and then we do some interviews and that kind of thing. You apply for the program, then get registered in January, and you take a core course of educational materials, about 50 hours worth. And since I've been a master gardener for almost 25 years now, I'm retaking the core course myself <laughs> and I'm learning a lot more because it's changed from I when I took say. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then you do that core course through, you get done about May, middle of May sometime and then you complete community service hours as well. And then you become a master gardener. Yeah. And then... You don't have to think like you have to know everything. Right. You just have to know someone that does, right? It's a great group of people. <laughs> right and up. it is so wonderful to be able to talk with all of these knowledgeable people and mm -hmm. continue to learn and grow ourselves. And, and we're, we're learning from each other, yeah. too. Right. So and yeah. it's... And it's so fun to a, get together and talk gardening because my husband kind of glazes over when you talk <laughs> about gardening. So it's nice that I have this group that I can just go talk gardens with. Well, and what a great hobby if you're nearing retirement or right. semi-retired mm -hmm. and, you know, you have to have an excuse to get up in the morning. And what right. a great uh, and hobby. Garden, and gardening is good for your health. Yeah. Yes, being outside is yep. wonderful. It's, wonderful. it's good. They're even uh, talking about how it affects your, your mental health. Absolutely. You know, even digging in the soil, yeah. you know. Well, just why do you think I so enjoy going out to the farm? Yep. And you see that crop go, growing and say, mm -hmm. I did that. Yep, yep. You know, absolutely. It's fun. And yep. those, when you plant those first seeds and they start to pop up, you're out there every day going, okay, how much? And in fact, I find it therapeutic too, just having other growing plants around, even in the dead of winter. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So the website, once again, you, it's, uh, you, uh, you, it, it's MN. Yep. Z. z dot it's a Z line. Z.umn.edu backsplash RCMG 2024. Or I'm the only one that's not on Facebook and social media. So you can go to Rice County Master Gardener's Facebook page and all the information is there. Right. And all the information for um, all the of plant these sale and Arbor Day will oh, also be there. at also Garden be Day. Yeah. And we'll have information yeah. okay. all over town. Thanks for coming in, young ladies. <laughs>